Kalamazoo Whiffle listeners. Welcome back to another season of Whiffle. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, today we will be announcing award winners from last year, as well as dis- discussing the social and competitive divisions. Uh, our two very special guests today, we've got Brian Lewis, who is the league commissioner, and he's a member of the regular season social league champions, Scared Hitless. Brian, how are you today? Zach, I'm doing great. Good. Beautiful season already. We're, we're right we're right there. Uh, our other guest uh, is multiple league winner, competitive league champion, blah, blah, blah. He wins everything all the time. Member of the great legends, Justin Gregory. Gregs, how are you today? Doing great, Melbourne. Good, good, good deal. Glad, glad you can make it. So uh, let's start this off first. Uh, Greg, tell me about the competitive division, uh, what you went through last year, how you guys won it, and anything else that you have. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a great season last year. Uh, it was, uh, it was, it was just, just good wiffle ball all year. Really great competition. It was probably one of my favorite years ever, just because every game was a battle. Um, you know, a lot of good, a lot of good times. Um, won it again. Love that, obviously. Uh, you know, everyone hates us. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, you got to be the best. You got to beat the best, right? That, that's correct. That's correct. But no, um, really looking forward to this upcoming year. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just a, it was a great season. Awesome. So we do have a special announcement today. Uh, we didn't. We have not done this on a podcast before. Uh, Gregory, I'm going to give you the floor here. Uh, let's go ahead and announce the winners of the competitive league uh, trophies. All right. All right, so uh, these will be, we have uh, first place, second place, third place for each uh, each section. So uh, we're going to start off with the Sportsman of the Year. Um, this was a battle between Travis Branch, um, Ira Cohen, Joey Spada, and AJ Tate. And coming out with third in that was Joey Spada. Uh, Joey Spada, great guy, um, uh, you know, leader of the guided whiffles. Um, really like that team. It's always a great, great team to play. Um, coming in second place was, uh, my boy, Ira Cohen. Um, you know, everyone knows, uh, everyone knows Ira loves wiffle ball, uh, and he usually makes the calls for the other team. So, um, and then, uh, with first place drum roll, AJ Tate, um, you know, AJ, AJ is, uh, obviously, uh, a guy that's always talking wiffle, always up the fields, uh. I think the one thing about AJ is I think better than any other KWL player. He's up there almost every night, you know, supporting the other teams, even if he's not playing or um, just kind of goes up and, you know, shoots the shit with everybody. So uh, not super surprised there. So congrats, AJ. Uh, So second would be the white glove award uh, for the best fielder. And this was a battle between Kyle Owen, Ty Smith and Andy wall. Um, coming in third would be Andy wall. Um, I'll tell you what, I mean, I can't believe he got third. He was super impressive this year. He was all over the field. I know he was battling a bit of a bit of an injury there halfway through the year. Um, but, but man, we played him a couple times and he was, he was just impressive. It was all over the place. Um, second is, uh, Kyle Owen. Um, I tell you what, he's like wow. the. Instagram sensation. He's always got a, a bunch of uh, highlight reels, but 
uh, great, great defensive player. Also played for us a little bit of nationals um, in the field. And, um, but that leaves Ty Smith is our winner. Um, you know, everyone knows they don't want to see Ty in left field when they're playing him. Uh, he just <laughs> almost never misses a play. He's all over the place. Uh, great player. Um, so congrats to Ty on that. Yeah, he's Rookie. super well-deserved. He, yeah. he, he's very rangy. He dives well. Mm -hmm. It's good for the highlights because he slides. He wears usually white leggings underneath his his shorts. Yeah, so he's got the white shorts sliding all around. And they're shredded by the time the second game starts, <laughs> too. <laughs> Ain't that true. Um. All right, moving on to uh, Rookie of the Year. Um, obviously, the uh, the award that goes out to uh, the best rookie um, within the division. So uh, we had um, Joseph Allen um, nominated, uh, Brave, uh, Brian uh, Davidowski, uh, Brave Davidowski, sorry, uh, Brady DeBat, and Michael Scoffin. Um, so in third place uh, was Brady. Um, I'll tell you what this I thought I've never seen anyone pick up with a ball just about as quick as this kid this kid did he was on the mound uh within a few games throwing throwing really good heat um pretty accurate so uh he came in third but but bang you know great job of the season to him uh second place was uh Brian Davidowski uh he again really good player picked it up really good um in the all-star all game he had that that dinger that was a big big moment for him so that was awesome um but really really like to see him kind of come in and, and get it around and then the uh the winner would be michael scoffin from the diablos uh came out hot hitting 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 dongs like all over the place in the first few games um he was a really strong hitter working on the mound stuff, but, um, but yeah, he, he hit really well. Uh, he finished this, you know, in his first year in the competitive division, he, he finished with a, a three twenty one average, uh, 10 home runs, you know, uh, 36 hits, which is, which is really impressive coming out, coming, you know, in your first season in that division, you know, just seeing, you know, big team after big team, um, yellow slugger, um, up for this was, uh, myself, um Grant Miller, uh Thomas Shefford and Ty Smith. Um you know, it was a it was a really good season for hitting. There was a lot of guys with some big numbers. Um so coming in third um in that was Thomas Shefford. Um he I tell you what, me and my me and my my guys all talk about it all the time. He was without a without a doubt the best best improved hitter I've seen um this year. He was he was incredible at the plate. Hit 465 um eight home runs 46 hits you know uh 99 at bats um he was strong uh second um was myself um you know i kind of had a, a good year this year uh you know i was hurt a little bit last year but i really came back good this year it was nice i hit 490 um eight, eight home runs just a shepherd uh 51 hits 104 104 at bats and then the winner, uh, no surprise here. Uh, everyone hates facing him. Some walk, some some walk him sixteen times in a game. Um, that would be Grant Miller. Uh, hit five fifty two. I don't know how you hit five fifty two, um, but yeah. So did all that uh, ready. So here's the kicker: five fifty two, seventeen home runs, fifty six RBIs, 
um, which was second to Ty, who had 65. He did that all in 58 at-bats. Holy crap. Yeah. A lot of walks. A lot of walks. A lot of walks. A lot of walks. <laughs> I think what the one game he had like 17 walks. Um, yep. And they were intentional. Um, so congrats to, congrats to Grant. Um, I think this is his second uh, hitting title. I think I just saw that he won it at MLW as well. Um, yes. So, you know, putting his name on the map. Good for him. Um, Hell of a season. Yeah, for sure. Maybe people actually hear his name now. Yeah. Uh, they'll know who he is. Uh, so next, uh, we have uh, the coveted Cy Wiffle Award uh, going to the most standout pitcher in the league. Um, this was a battle between Sorbian, Mike Hogan, Nate Thompson, and Lee Van Streen. Um, you know, again, four, four incredible pitchers, but coming in third, uh, feels weird to say this is Nate Thompson. Um, you know, everyone knows Nate from the Diablos, lights out pitcher. He was a standout at nationals this year. Um, you know, he, he had, I mean, he came in third and he had a 1.12 ERA with almost with 89 strikeouts and only 33 walks. Like it's, he's, he's hard to face. Um, only had one loss this year. Um, then coming in second is Lee Van Streen, uh, from, from, uh, from the legends. He was undefeated this year, six and oh, 30 innings pitched a 0.78 ERA with uh 78 strikeouts and a 0.88 whip. So, and only 17, 17 walks, 17. Walks. Um, so yeah, I mean, Lee's just incredible. I think no one wanted to face him this year. He was, he was the one. And then uh, the winner, Mike Hogan from the legends, seven and oh, this year, 42 innings pitched 0.84 ERA. 94 strikeouts and a 0.94 whip with only 17 walks again. So, you know, um, I'll tell you what, like Hogan's and, and Lee's numbers were just, just incredible this year. Um, and uh, yeah, that was a battle. It's really uh, crazy. So their strikeout to walk ratio is so good. You would think that guys would be able to sit on some of their pitches and get a few more hits, but it's just not the case. They mix up their pitches well enough. Mm-hmm. And there's sharp enough breaks and drops that even though they're hitting the board really regularly, because when I watch their games, a lot of these are not like far off pitches that are getting guys to chase at. They're strikes that they're just blowing past people. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I even know who to vote for in, in, in that category. I just, I think I closed my eyes and just clicked on <laughs> someone to be honest with you. There, there is no, they're all so dang good. It's just like, ah. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, and even Sawyer, I mean, he had a really, really mm-hmm. good year this year. I mean, his ERA was under two. Um, you know, he he was he was really good as well. So um, congrats to all those guys. Uh and then the MVP award. Uh this was up uh between Mike Hogan, Grant Miller, Nate Thompson, and Lee Van Streen again. Um, so coming in third. For the MVP is Lee Van Streen. Um, again, we just kind of said all his pitching numbers, um, some of his hitting stats on top of that. Uh, he had 30, 31 hits, hit 425, um, you know, had six home runs uh, in 73 bats. So, uh, you know, he had a really good hitting season as well as a good pitching season. Um, coming in second 
was Grant Miller. Uh, you know, we kind of mentioned Grant's hitting stats earlier, hitting 552. Uh, and he didn't throw this year, unfortunately. Still battling that that arm, which I hear is getting better. Um, but yeah, he probably came in second just because he probably didn't didn't pitch. But that means the winner of our MVP for the 2023 season is Mike Hogan. Um, again, uh, you know, those pitching stats were were pretty lights out. Uh, you know, almost 100 strikeouts for the season. He hit he hit uh, 360, uh, had nine home runs, 45 hits. So he was also really good at the plate this year. So uh, that is our MVP for this year. So congrats to Mike. Yep, congrats to everybody. Uh, we're going to turn this over to Brian now. Uh, we're going to talk about the social division. Obviously, as I mentioned before, Brian's team, Scared Hitless, won the social division. And they played up into the competitive for the playoffs. So, Brian, if you want to talk about that, you can. And then we will get into the winners. Yeah, it was fun to, to play up uh, for those couple of weeks. We did. We were able to win a series and made a, you know, a decent run at the second series. Um, it's really hard to make that transition from social league pitching all year. Um, and there are a few good pitchers for sure, but it it doesn't match, you know, what you see on the competitive side. But it was fun playoffs. What we definitely saw this year, there's a lot of offense as we expected on the social side because we didn't have you know, great pitching, but that's kind of how we set it up. Um, so there's a couple small rule changes on the social side. So we encourage uh, more swinging and, and fewer walks. Um, and so you'll see that in the stats that I go through, we still have a lot of offense. Um, and, you know, ERA and WHIP was quite a bit higher on the on the social side, but we still had um, some standout performances. So it was, it was a great social year. We're expecting another another great one uh, for 2024. Uh, but I'll start with uh, Sportsman of the Year, and we'll go in the same order that, that Justin did on the social side. Uh, so the four that we're going for this were Bryce Bodke from Scared Hitless, Ben Grunewald from Graboids, Marshall Killian from Brutane Clan, and uh, Devin Sabak from uh, from the Shanghai Chuckers. And so uh, third on this one uh, was Bryce, the guy with the biggest smile, um, also th probably throws hardest in the social league. And then Marshall Killian came in second and uh, winning, uh, rookie, I'm pretty sure it was this rookie year, uh, Devin from, uh, from the Shanghai Chuckers. Awesome. Ended up being like a very lovable player by about midway <laughs> through the season. Uh, he picked he picked up wiffle ball uh, pretty quickly, um, and he just really was into it. He's a guy that was passionate about it, liked coming out, um, had a good time, tried really hard, and it was pretty evident in the voting. Uh, Devin, Devin was a good guy. He was a lot of fun to play against. I can give him that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up, weight gloves. So, again, the best uh, defense person on the social side. So we had uh, Rolly Taylor from Scared Hitless, Matt Cardokas from Shanghai Chuckers, Joey Lindstrom from uh, Smash Bros. And Smash Bros. moved down from competitive, I should say moved over from competitive to social this year. And then uh, the only rookie on the list, Aaron Eshelman from the Mighty Wombats. Mm -hmm. And so third place on this one, Aaron Eshelman. And he was another guy, kind of like Ty Smith, that just runs all over the place. If you think he's going to injure himself, I'm sure he will. I just hope we get it uh, recorded because he does a lot of goofy things, but he makes big plays. So he's definitely up here for a reason. 
He had uh, a beautiful so, catch in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. He he robbed two home runs off of Chase in oh. one of our games. And I'm pretty sure that Chase was going on going on uh, a big slump. And as soon as he hit it, he's like, yes, no. And then he <laughs> walked into the woods and took a second. But no, Aaron's a hell of a player. Uh, second place from Smash Bros. Joey Lindstrom. Um, the Lindstrom family, I mean, they're well known throughout the KWL for, for years now. And those guys just love wiffle ball. They drive about 90 minutes to come and play. And so they're not, you know, letting any fly balls get away from them. And Joey's he's really solid on defense. Again, kind of like Ty Smith and left. He didn't boot a lot of ground ball. Um, so he's in second. And first on this one, I'm not surprised by it, but he's one of the older players in the league. Matt Cordokis um, was an elite soccer player, and he's still fast for a guy um, that's definitely had a few beers <laughs> based off of his waistline. Um, and he's might be one of the fastest attorneys in Kalamazoo County. And so he, he tracks down the ball, so he gets a great jump off of it. And this is a well-deserved uh, award for Matt Cordokis. Uh, rookie of the year. So we had a lot of rookies this year. This was fun for the social side. We had a lot of people that were new. Um, and, and we had some good talent here. So uh, Kyle Werner from uh, Whiffler's Mom, Tyler Sanders and Aaron Eshelman from Mighty Wombats, and then Connor Daggett from Take a Whiff. Uh, so Third place on this one, uh, again, went to Aaron Eshelman. So some of his stats, so again, he's very fast, which makes sense for why he did so well on defense. He batted 624, had 19 home runs, 83 RBIs. So his team would sometimes run lean with the number of players. So he had a ton of at-bats. He had a ton of at-bats and only 17 walks, which, again, kind of shows the difference between um, competitive and social. There's a lot of balls to be hit on the social side and uh, not a lot of walks to be taken. Um, second place, his teammate Tyler Sanders, who batted 643 with 13 home runs, uh, 61 RBI, and had an you know okay pitching outing um, for, for 2023. Uh, five wins, three losses, a whip of 2.51, so very, very respectable on the social side. Uh, but rookie deer, and this was kind of like well ahead, uh, was Connor Daggett from from Take a Whiff. Uh, a young athlete, he's a very good uh, baseball player. Had uh, a three point zero three WHIP, um, four wins, two losses, uh, fifty seven strikeouts on the mound, which um, led all rookies by a lot on the social side. Uh, Thirteen home runs, fifty eight RBIs, and batted five seventy one. So definitely helped his team on. Offense would would be the MVP on on that team for sure. But Connor's Connor's a great great young player, and I think he'll be around and do really well for a lot of years. All right, uh, best hitting so yellow slugger on the competitive side, silver slugger on the social side. Uh, so the top four: uh, Aaron Eshelman, Mighty Wombats; Adam Kuzman, Scared Hitless. Zach Milborn, who we know who he is, and then uh, Tyler Sanders, again, from Mighty Wombats. So this might be a little bit of uh, Tyler and Aaron splitting votes, uh, but Tyler came in third. So mentioning the stats, we had 13 home runs and 61 RBIs. Uh, Adam Kuzman came in second. He's hit, he had 
30 home runs this year, 97 RBIs. Uh, but Zach Noborn takes down uh, the trophy for the Silver Slugger. 16 home runs, 85 RBIs, and batted 597. And so, Zach, not a lot of people like to pitch against you. And they were, no. you know, especially if the wind was blowing out or you're on a field that was um, you know, tended to like have the long balls, you were putting a lot of big ones into the woods. Yeah, I uh not sure how I squeaked this this win out. I'm not gonna lie. Um I'm appreciative, but there were some better stats out there. I'll take what I can get, but there were better stats out there. Maybe it was all the walks. You you did have it, a good enough, one special award for you before we're done with this. Yeah, there were there were a few pitchers that came to me after games and said, Yeah, we were walking on purpose. I don't like that, but it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, so we'll the best next year. Yeah. We'll touch Can't wait to face you, Gregs. <laughs> uh, the best pitcher uh, award on the social side, uh, it's called the Hams Hurler Award, uh, brought to you by Hams Beer, one of the proud sponsors of KW. Can I just say I love that that award name, by the way? Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, Josh Buck, for that one. Uh, so our, our top four uh, for this one, uh, Chase Audette. From Brutang, Connor Daggett from Take a Whiff, Adam Kuzman from Scared Hitless, and then uh, Zach Milborn also from Brutang. So third place, uh, Zach, uh, you good pitching. You came back. You, I think you pitched more in 2023 than you did in 2022. Uh, eight wins, three losses, uh, 4.2 ERA, 59 strikeouts. That was really good. You had more pitches working this year, too, I think, than in uh, the last couple of years prior to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, second place, uh, Zach's teammate, Chase Audette, nine wins, one loss, uh, 57 strikeouts and a 2.30 uh, whip. Um, There's definitely some fun looks as I was watching your games when you and Chase would pitch back to back. When they, you could tell the teams wanted to face a different guy, and they're like, "Why yeah. aren't you guys splitting it up? One this week and one next week." Um, but yeah, good, good one-two combo for sure on Brutang. Yeah. Unfortunately, Chase's one loss was one I think that probably lost him this award, and it cost us a chance to go uh, to play up uh, in the division. Yeah, but and that was uh, so. First place uh, goes to Adam Cousins from Scared Hitless, who I may have been going up against you, or may have been going up against Chase in that series. Uh, but Adam was nine and all, uh, had a three point zero seven ERA, one point eight four WHIP, ninety two <laughs> strikeouts. Um, he was far more accurate this year than what he has been in the past. He gaining a little velocity back. Mm -hmm. um, uh, still a long ways off from where he was from National Player of the Year, maybe eight or 10 years ago, um, but but really accurate this year. So, and, and it, yeah. it showed in the stats for sure. His his ball too this year had more late action movement and it got on you so fast than what it has in the last couple of years that I faced against him. And I don't know if Greg's, if you if you hit against him this year or not, but it was it was yeah. really good to see when Koo's throwing hard and like I'm throwing like that, it's, it's good for the league. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Yeah, no, he looked good this year. I I saw him. Uh, and then MVP on the on the social side, so uh, four familiar names: Connor Daggett, Adam Kuzman, Zach Milborn, and Tyler Sanders were up on the ballot. 
so third place, uh, Tyler. So again, a well, a very good, all uh, well-rounded player, especially for a rookie and a captain of his team. Um, and kind of set a good vibe for his team. But again, uh, 13 home runs, 61 RBIs, batted uh, 643, uh, and also had five wins pitching. Uh, Zach coming in second, eight, again, eight wins pitching, uh, 16 home runs, 85 RBIs, maybe most impressive, 65 walks. That is a big number of walks. So well done, Zach. Uh, but MVP in social side, Adam Kuzman, uh, 9-0 pitching, 30 home runs, uh, almost hit the century mark, 97 RBIs, and batted 582. So an impressive stat, stat line. Yeah, That's awesome. He yeah. he owned us. Kuz by himself owned us and the and the whole league. It was it was great to see. Yep. A couple other quick awards just to give out. Um, we've got uh, the Tom Mawson Awards on the competitive and social side for most walks of the year. Uh, Tom Mawson's still an active player, but has the most career walks in the KWL by a couple hundred at least. Um, no one will catch him. This will stand forever unless, you know, Zach plays for 30 more years. Uh, but on the nope. competitive side, uh, Ty Smith, uh, 85 walks. Wow. 85 walks in Jeez. four games. Like, Ty, Ty could catch him. He could. And they don't they don't run a really deep roster, which I think is why he gets to that mm -hmm. in those in 24 games. Um, and then on the social side, Zach Milborn took it down. Mm. 60 65 walks 24 games and that was uh 11 better than tom austin himself this year so well done zach wow yeah uh See? okay <laughs> cool <Special medals laughs> for those, those tom austin awards oh boy <laughs> can't wait um, i'll quickly go through we also have uh, some team awards um that the fans vote on fans and players um so i'll go through a few of these real quick so the best pitching teams so, and I'll do competitive first and social, uh, the legends, and you're going to have a lot of familiar names here. So legends, uh, and Brutang were the best pitching teams for competitive and social. Uh, that's evident for sure. I mean, there could have been, you know, a little bit of arguments, you know, Diablos are good, bad boys are good, Spirit Hitless was good, but these were, these were good. Um, the right votes there, uh, most fun teams, legends won, which I think is pretty spot on. And then Graboids on the social side. Uh, we like to be social. We like to be social and bring everyone into the uh, to the festivities. Hey, you guys do really well with it. Uh, best defense, Flying Monkeys. That's Ty Smith's team. And uh, Brutang. And that's also true, I think. Uh, Zach, you guys hit really well. You threw well, but you played really good defense. Unless we played the blue team. Yeah, unless you <laughs> play that royal blue team. Yeah, uh, team logo, uh, bad boys, either the skull on the on the baseball diamond and the Shanghai Chuckers. And the Shanghai Chuckers are not just a wiffle ball team, uh, but the Shanghai Chuckers have teams in slow pitch softball, uh, mm -hmm. kickball, um, competitive ping pong. The Shanghai Chuckers are really kind of a, a very evolved franchise that uh, that John Cordokas has uh, kept around for I mean, 25, maybe even 30 years in different rec league sports. I was not aware of that. Yeah. That's back for me. I knew, yeah, I knew this, yeah. I knew the slow pitch softball, but I didn't know about the, uh, the others. That's awesome. Yep. Good for John Q. 
the team that takes too many close calls uh, on the competitive side, the Diablos, that might have been a little more carryover just from years past with these guys. Um, and then on the social side, Brutang plan is too many close calls. We gathered nearly 100% of the votes on that one. Uh, uh, the best team <laughs> Uh, the rest of these, and spoiler alert, uh, uh, legends get the votes for all the rest on the competitive side. And so they're the best team to party with. They're the best hitting team. They're the hardest team to pitch against. They have the best fans, and they're projected to be the 2024 champs, as voted by uh, nearly 100 people at, uh, at KZWiffleBall.com. On the social side, uh, Brutang took down most of these. Closest calls that I mentioned, best team to party with is Brutang, best hitting team, hardest team to pitch against, and best fans, also Brutang clan. But uh, 2024 social champs were projected to be scared hitless. Apparently, we're not as much fun to play against as you guys are, Zach, or any of the individual stat lines, but we've got that just intangible thing to win. You do. You do. And there, there's some shakeups this year, like what you were talking about earlier, so... Yeah. It'll be a very fun season all the way around. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, yep. uh, another good. win. Another win I'd like to to let everyone know. Um, if no one's caught the uh, National Wiffle uh, Holy Commutes podcast, they just uh, announced that the KWL was – named the National Team of the Year in the Wiffy Awards there, uh, which is – a pretty big deal. I mean, like dozens and dozens, I mean, probably triple figures of, of leagues around the country vote in these Wiffy awards they're submitted. And, um, and, uh, according to Sam Skibby, who kind of did the podcast, you know, the KWL kind of, kind of won hands down. So it was, uh, that was, that was awesome to hear. It was awesome to hear. It's a good thing for the league. Yeah. It was, it was an incredible run to watch, especially seeing Brian's, uh, video his live reaction video with with nico yeah if no one's seen that please please look that up that's awesome yes that is that is incredible we will we will post that video on the kwl page as well and uh go from there so uh brian uh as you're the commish um anything else you want to throw out for the year any shopkeeping news hot takes little drama topics what do you what have you heard this year um, so a, a little bit of movement in the league for sure on the social side. I think we're going to have a combination of a couple of good teams. It seems like uh, Smash Bros maybe going over to Brutang, which um, so maybe Brutang Bros or Smash Tang or something like that might be coming about. Um, don't have all the details there because that would be a pretty sizable roster. So we'll see how that goes. Um, also seems that uh, Mr. Zach Milborn going back to the competitive side. Um, away from Brutang into into bad boys. So that's that's it's a good. rumor. That's, that's a rumor. rumor. We'll have to see signing days coming up. Um we will bring all of our players together for uh our off season meeting where we'll kind of have some drinks, have some laughs, talk about what's been going on in the winter, talk about what's going on in their team. So we'll be doing that uh the middle or end of February. Um, some dates for the season. Our preseason's just around the corner. Um, so in Michigan, it's been a really mild winter, so I imagine we'll be out warming up uh, in March, but then preseason starts in the middle of April. Opening day uh, is May 6th. 
And then uh, our All-Star game slated to be early August this year. So the season's lining up well. Registration's open now. We've already had a lot of teams and captains reach out to me saying they're excited to return. Um, great partnerships still with our with our sponsors and uh, and Ashville Township that host our fields. We're looking like it probably won't be this year, but we'll have another another field coming to us, so we'll be able to expand a little bit more. And that's always one of our goals to bring more and more people out to play. Uh, at the Alshamo Township Parks and just to spread wiffle ball in Kalamazoo and definitely what uh, Justin and the guys did the national level this year helped with that a lot. Um, a lot of you guys are playing in multiple leagues around the Midwest and on the East Coast. That's definitely helping. Um, so there's going to be a lot of hype going in the 2024 season for sure. Definitely. Can't wait. Uh, Greg's, I'll throw it to you. Uh, what What do you have for a uh, little housekeeping and, and any uh, drama you want to start up this year? I mean, I don't, I have some things I won't disclose that I've heard. I just Ooh. don't want to, I don't want to blow anybody up, but I've heard some big, big, big names and maybe possibly some big movements. But I think the biggest thing that people know that's, that's going to be a big loss is I, uh, Ty Smith is moving away. So um, I, I, I'm almost positive that, that I heard that, that Ty, might not be back for this season that I think he's moving. So um, that's a, that's a big loss for the Monkeys. That is a big loss. That's huge. Especially as Brian said, they play lean too. So that'll be interesting to see how yeah. it, uh, how that all folds out with that team in general. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, Bear and Chris, I mean, two great players and, and Brady, like I said, you know, he was in the rookie of the year running. Um, he's a really great fill in, but you know, ties big shoes to fill. I mean, in the field yeah. and, and at the plate experience so, yeah and experience yeah. Exactly. Yep. So, yeah, that was the biggest loss i heard this year um yeah that's big mm -hmm. yeah ty's been doing this a long time he ran a league in a neighboring town uh in middle school and high school and used to get i don't know 20 30 guys out and would play in, in different format games and that's how we got connected with them so he's been around wiffle ball a long time in a lot of different capacities even though he's still you know pretty young dude yeah well, hopefully, hopefully that's that's uh, a fake rumor that people are putting out, so the flying monkeys can go under the radar again and make another championship game run. But we will we will see how it all folds out. They always, so, gentlemen. Play tough. Go always go ahead, Justin. I said they always play tough. They always play tough. Yeah, they do. They do. So, gentlemen, if you guys don't have anything else, uh, I think we can wrap this up and get ready for the season here uh we will be doing uh team podcasts we will start those up shortly as well as after uh brian announces when our team team meetings will be uh we will do another pod with the three of us and dive into the season a little bit more expectations what we think is going to happen and uh maybe maybe get under gregory's skin a little bit here with uh with some certain things that people have been talking about. So we'll see how that all goes. You can try. You can try. I will do my best. Well, gentlemen, it was a, it was a pleasure. Like I said, we will get this ball rolling here and can't wait to see everybody for team meetings as well as spring training. So hope you guys have a good night and we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Who was it called to you? Who called your story 
dance of life with hellos and goodbyes and bright lights, first kiss and drunken nights. 